So it looks like we have a guest. This is my brother Bob, Damon. Damon, meet Bob. Hi, Bob. Thanks Hi. for joining us. Muted a little. I'm muted. No, Bob's muted. No, Bob is okay. Uh, are we? Are we? Are Hi. we ready? Are we Thanks. excited? Are we ready to go? Ready Glad to have you. Me. Thank you for joining yeah, us. I appreciate you um, letting me join. You know, we we if we if we um, if you like, at one point, you're welcome to to roll up. We can include you. Uh, uh, a guest appearance that's a thing we can do so i know the guy that makes the universe so we can we can certainly <laughs> <laughs> drop you in somewhere uh but let's recap shall we um hopefully this is a great week for you to be here bob the um the group has where are we we're still i think in helms hall if i no, remember correctly. left sleeping go to the why do you guys keep putting us back at Helms Hall? I think we were walking, if not to the to warehouse. The warehouse. We were walking to Renair's to get the plans for the warehouse. Oh, that's right. We were walking. Oh, that's right. The no, plans I'm trying for to the warehouse. Map, was, the keep us ahead of the game here. The blueprints. We have a dungeon crawl yes. to get to. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the the blueprints. So um, I don't have blueprints for you. I, I meant to send them during the week, but the to be honest, um, and and totally out of game character, uh, the map that I was going to use turned out to be completely off from what I needed. So you you have no blueprints because I changed the map like two hours ago, which is part of some of the reasons for the delay. So at any rate, what you do have is a um, very simple. Uh, layout of the blueprint that that Renair is able to provide Um, and you are on your way to figure out what happened in this warehouse it was the warehouse that Renair lent to Ander to do some investigations um, to learn some things about Shadow and um, their Ander was never Extremely specific about what he asked Renair for, and um, Ander didn't really do a lot to let anybody in. So there weren't um, there weren't a lot of options for visiting, or at least not later in his research. But what you know is that he was given the space um, to research the the shadow and shadow magic that had befallen the city to try and find um, ways to deal with it. You know that out of that research, he came up with a few things. Uh, He came up with a ability or a a spell perhaps that allowed you guys to slightly overcome some of the um, problems that Shadow was causing when it came to casting magic. Um, That was developed presumably there. You know that he developed a way to um, imbue weapons with shadow to make them more effective. Um, you know that some of the weapons that he was producing were were in use. You've seen them. You've put your hands on them. Um, you know that there were a few other things that he was working on from the journal that he has. Um, she's not going with you. She likes to be with me during the game. Thank you. Uh, sorry, discussion about the, the baby dog has decided that she needs to be down here. So anyway, um, and you know that Ander had made progress. Um, you found a journal of his discussing some of the um, some of the progress that he had made. I think Don has most of those details. Um, and the progress that was made in secret, uh, some of that was was mentioned in the journal. But you're on your way to see if you can find out more. 
As far as the layout, it's a very simple layout. It's a two-story warehouse. Um, it's mainly long, skinny. It's near um, near a, a section of town that has some some level of industry, kind of mixed use. Uh, some shops, but but a lot of industry um, dealing with the trade that comes in and out, moving moving goods around. So it was mainly Renair described it as mainly a storage warehouse. So it wasn't a particularly functional thing. There wasn't a whole lot that was going on with it. Um, there are two floors, a ground floor and an upper floor, long rectangular building. And then Renair mentioned that there is a basement level, um, which was used for uh, Smuggler storage is probably the best way to describe it. So it is a it is a secret. Um, it is on the blueprints, so it it's not that secret. But it was certainly designed to be secretive. Um, and Renair has given me the information to get into the the underground layer layer. Wrong word. The underground level. Um, so you have that information. Beyond that, you also have a key. You have the information from Renair that. Um, that no one necessarily knows what other protections might be in place and that there may be some the when they entered it um after the fact there were some residual echoes perhaps of some of the things that ander had been working with and up to um but you don't know a whole lot of more, more specifics other than that so did i leave anything out for our warehouse run because i always leave something out did we know that uh, the beads were made in this warehouse. Uh, I think that's a safe assumption that that he probably concocted, either concocted them there or came up with the process there. Um, you know, some some of the things he certainly did back at Troll Skull, but it would probably overlap. I think I think it would be safe to assume that the bulk of the research that went into those probably came from the warehouse. And we also know that Mert sent in three guys to recover anything they could. They received nothing but the sight of clouds of some sort of magic, and one of them went crazy. Correct. But all three did make it out. And they were not there for long. No. Uh, so um, should we do a, just a quick introduction of everybody, just so Bob knows who everybody is? Mm-hmm. Is that okay with everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Travis, why don't you go first, because you're on my top left. All right. Uh... So I'm Travis. Uh, my character's name is Barrett Thunderwood. He is uh, one level of cleric and however many levels we're up to now of monk, 12 levels of monk. Um, his background is he's a, an elf, a wood elf. He's about 200 years old. Uh, he was a sailor for the last 100 years and ended up getting shipwrecked on an island. Uh, there's a whole backstory with that, but basically was. Um, delivered to that island by Valcor, who is a minor deity uh, in the Pantheon, um, but became a, a neophyte of the monastery that is there that is dedicated to Valcor. Actually, the whole crew ended up on uh, the island at one point, and we had some adventures there. Um, and so, yeah, so he's he's a little bit stoic. Uh, he's a little bit... Um, I don't know if crotchety is the right word, but he's 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 always kind of gloomy and and um, not uh, always friendly, and he rubs people the wrong way sometimes. I guess that's that. Yeah. Thank you. Who's next? All right. Uh, wait. That way on my screen is um, Ellie Stefan. Okay. Um, Ellie is short for Eliana. She's a half elf, warlock, ranger. 
um, recently switched patrons, which aren't gods, um, but they are in some of their own ways, um, very, very powerful and can imbue uh, magic to a person who has uh, made a pact with them. So right now she is uh, has made a pact with um, someone who was the protector of the Fae, but then the Fae got destroyed. <laughs> so we're at the point where she has a lot of Fae magic um, and is figuring out what to do with it. Um, and then she has a younger brother who was, as part of the warlock pact, her familiar, but he is no longer a animal. He was once a raccoon. Now he's a boy. Again, that's a whole backstory. And uh, <laughs> and he's a rogue, human rogue. So he'll be um, here as well. I think that's about it. All right. And then on my screen is Anna. Okay. Hello, my name is Anna, and I play Don. He is a variant human life cleric of Helm, and Helm is one of like the greater deities in the main pantheon. Uh, Don is a total zealot, and he is no fun at parties, but he likes to focus on healing <laughs> magic and academics more so than doing anything exciting. So he tends to be more reflective and is a staunch upholder of justice and loves rules and following the rules and not breaking and entering into places. So thankfully we have a key to this warehouse. And if we had to break in, at least it would be in the name of good. So everything Don does is for his God and his friends. And really there's no backstory there. So <laughs> what you see with Don is essentially what you get for now. So, um, oh, also I changed my name on the screen. I don't know if that would make it easier to keep track of who's who. Oh, you did. But I followed Don. That's essentially, that's Don. <clears throat> Hit the three little dots in your window. Ah. I changed my name as well, so say Purple Guys. That was a company I worked for <laughs> last year. So Purple Guy. And, um, yeah, I, I changed it to uh, my character name, D and D three five. I'm Anoya, Druid, and uh, I have an animal companion, Luna the Wolf. We're only up to about level four right now, so I was uh, hoping to get some more experience by observing some people who have been doing it for a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, I, I will say that it, it's probably a really good night um, for you to jump in just because the, this is probably going to be um, a little bit of everything. So there'll be a little bit of lore. Theoretically, there may be a little bit of combat. I don't know. Um, <laughs> theoretically, there may be a little bit of searching and plundering and plotting, that sort of thing. So hopefully a little bit of everything. Um and, and then Z, I you probably told him about your character already, but... Oh, Bob knows nothing about Z. Oh, fabulous. Well, well then we need, we need yours. So uh, I play Z, and Z is a tabaxi, which is sort of a cat-human cat um, kind of creature. And he is a bard of the school of dance. So he dances a lot, and most of his power comes through his dancing. Um, and he likes to dance with scarves. He's also an artificer which means he makes a lot of his own scarves and juggling balls and he'll pretty much run around really fast and sometimes run away and sometimes not and be really big and loud about not. <laughs> he is Lord Z the Implacable or he'll run away. But wow. he's, got, he's got a lot of skills, a lot of magical skills and uh, uh, unpredictability. Fabulous. Uh, okay, so and then just, just quickly, the, the background on our story um, there's there's no way to summarize everything that we've been through over the past three years uh, in a in a meaningful way. But the short version 
of the story is that um, the the players have encountered a um, a substantial evil force that is working to or that appears to be working to um, if not take over the world, it sure does look like it. Um, the they have. Early, early, early on, as they came together, befriended a family in Waterdeep, which Waterdeep, if you don't already know, one of the biggest cities on the Sword Coast in in the land of Faerun. Um, They befriended a family and kind of came to their aid very early on in our story. Um, And that family, the Blackwoods, had uh, some children, one of whom is Ander Blackwood, who is the um, titular character of our of our game, Anders Hope. He is, um, well, right now he is of indeterminate age, um, or at least he was before he died six months ago in game. Um, but he had tasked them with, um, well, I don't know if he tasked them. They became tasked with being a part of his efforts to, to save the world, essentially. Um, so no small no small feat that they are working on. Uh, they have traveled up and down the Sword Coast and across a lot of Faerun, still have quite a bit left to explore. We're about three years into our game um, in real time. We've been playing since March or September of 2020, depending on which players you're talking about. And um, so the, the team has a lot of comfort working together. Um, we do have a little bit of homebrew that we throw in every now and again. So you might hear something that doesn't make any sense that, that really, as it relates to the rules, but for the most part, um, we stay, we stay pretty close to rules as written for the most part. The, the story itself has wandered across. We're into the fourth major arc, um, with each character kind of having their own little bit of backstory, and um, we've just entered into this new chapter as the group came back to Waterdeep from a, an extended stay away um, to find that Waterdeep had been, for the most part, overrun by shadow magic, which is the mysterious force uh, that our, our bad guy seems to be using to try to take over the world. So the effects on Waterdeep have been dramatic, and the group has just made some advances to start lifting those effects and is now digging a little deeper into what happened for the year that they were missing or for the period of time that they were missing from the area and understanding the events that happened while they were gone, which let, which included a a very large battle um, and the loss of Ander as well as a bunch of other um, citizens of Waterdeep. And I think that catches us up for the most part. Hey, that wasn't too bad of a summary, right? Did I miss anything critical? We are just hoping you were going to spill some beans there somewhere in the summary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to find the beans. Yep, that's your problem, the beans. Beans are your problem. All right, so uh, who's got the key is the first question. Who has the key to the warehouse? Z has it. Okay. Um, so wandering over to the warehouse, is there anything that you want to do along the way? Is there any? Are there any stops we want to make? You do have the blueprints, so yes. Just one slight retcon. Um, since it's now the morning after we spent the time in the tavern and Dernan went and asked that guy from Aurora's about getting the tuning fork. Oh, Barrett had gone and talked to that guy too about a couple items that he wanted. So Barrett would just have reminded Renair or Dernan the last time they saw them that, hey, when you see this guy, ask him about my items too, or tell me who he is and where I can find him. So someday I can go talk to him. Gotcha. Okay. I have a discussion point for our way there. 
Fabulous. Which is, uh, I, I'm really concerned about going crazy, like really soon, stepping in there. Um, I have the ring of psychic resistance, which I think will help somebody. But who do we need to stay sane? Best Desperately time. speaking, all of us, but uh, I definitely think you should stay sane. I have an idea for this part. Oh. If I the ring on and have my drum handy, that that's the best counter charmy kind of thing. So if we know this tune, as he will hum it, sing it along, this will bring us back to sanity. Something like the hokey pokey. The hokey pokey. Of course it is. Or you always find a way back to it. I love it. Good idea. Is Aiden with us? Yeah, he is. So Aiden, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do and your big sister can tell you what to do, but I think this is definitely one of those places where we don't want to be poking around and taking things that don't belong to us unless we're all together and working together because who knows what kind of little tricks and traps may be laid for us or for someone unsuspected. So uh, I'm all for taking whatever we need from this place, but let's just uh, not do it on the sly. Agreed? Agreed, Aiden? Am I playing Aiden or are you? I, I don't know. I'm looking at both uh, of you. I, don't know I think, that, who's, who's I think that would be a you more than it is me. It's so um, Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if it helps, Z, if it's shadow magic, I should be able to sense it before we see it. And I do have plenty, I say plenty now, of uh, diamond dust for greater restoration, should anyone's psyche be affected. Um, but if it is shadow, uh, if it helps, if it helps make you feel better, I'll just stick by you and help ward that away from your head. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to hold the stone, the mind flayer calling stone in the other hand, just in case between the two of you. It makes sense to me to go straight to the laboratory. I mean, that's what Z is most interested in. When we enter this warehouse? When we get it, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about your goals, Z. You, I mean, I want to go to this warehouse too, but more of curiosity. But you seem to have something specific you're looking for in here. Is it the beads you're looking for? Just that this is where he created and was able to use shadow magic in some useful way. And that's what Z is after is, I mean, looking for some way to actually control it, know what it is, even though we created some little thing with Shadow Magic, I have no idea what it does. Okay. Maybe some assistance or guidance there, maybe, you know, what he did on the beads. So there's some capacity to protect ourselves in different ways. <laughs> yep. Makes total sense. All right. We'll I make think... sure we're looking for that. Is there anything else we were specifically looking for? Um, I'd be happy with documents of any kind. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think some of us have silver lined gloves how I many pairs one. do we have for the group of i us? have my gauntlets that's all i've got gauntlets and then you have, have a single one because i was thinking if z is going to be also rummaging maybe we should lend him the gloves so he can be yeah z you want my gauntlet a little sure. more that way will it fit over my claws oh yeah then it's a sure. big heavy it's a big heavy work glove okay how many fingers do cats have four no, you see, he's a five-fingered cat. But they're big, like snow just, leopardy, or are they like nimble? just the huge? Everything else is the same. I don't, I don't know. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> uh, All right, so Z has Barrett's uh, silver cover work glove. Okay. Yeah, you gotta put your bat of nitroglycerin somewhere in here, or the the liquid nitrogen. I mean, you gotta mm -hmm. need that glove. 
Are we there yet? I don't know. Are we done with our conversation? Is that it? Is that our on uh, the? I do have one yeah. mechanics question. Is there yeah, enough sure. residual shadow still in the city for the eye to be activated anywhere we are, or is it cleared enough to where that doesn't really kick in? What, what do you say? What do you mean when you say activated? Like Don, the eye only shows up on Don's hand if there is any shadow to be sensed. Typically, it is within oh, okay. that fifty foot range, but because we've encountered such massive amounts of it, sometimes that supersedes the fifty foot boundary. Okay, so yes, there is. Um, I would say at this point, I mean, it, you've been in the city for a bit, um, and I would say that there is a level of um, adjusting to the noise that Don's had an opportunity to do. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, so, so there, I would say that that Don is currently would notice that what is being sensed is varying. So it's not. Um, there are pockets where it seems to be that there are more and less as right. if, as if, you know, the, the shadow that has been above you and around you since you got back to Waterdeep has, um, has become a, a level of noise here, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And Don is now able to deal with variations above. Okay. That. Perfect. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Tracking. Groovykins. Okay, so on the way to um, uh, what what time of day are we starting out? In the first thing in the morning, I don't remember. I'm it sorry. was I think it was around noon because we met with Renair and Dernan and Merton Maloon first thing, and then we right. talked with like Mama Thatch and all that. So it is early afternoon. Okay. And Aiden did a bunch of shopping and was you said you retconned a little bit that he would be back with us to get to the warehouse. So okay, like cool. around the afternoon. Perfect. Um, okay, so so a couple of things that are going on in the city. Uh, first of all, the last night you saw that the the um, the events in the city were were beginning to play out in a very celebratory way. People were pouring into the streets, um, hesitant about what they had seen, thinking things were going better, um, not a hundred percent sure, but some frivolity was starting to kick in as people started to adjust to the fact that the the storms and the thick shadow magic that had been um, covering the city for so long had started to wane. Uh, some people were seeing night sky for the first time in quite a while as the, the shadow broke up above you. That level of um, that level of frivolity, I think, has uh, moved on into today. And it is pretty clear that the, the entire city or, or those who are left and who are confident enough to take to the streets are, um, are preparing for one of the things that Waterdeep does best, which is celebration. Um, you know, despite the fact that the, the city has been under siege for far too long, uh, Waterdeep is still Waterdeep. One of the things that it does is survive. And one of the ways that it does that is um, taking every opportunity to have a celebration of some kind or another. So uh, banners are starting to fly. You're seeing, um, as you as you head your way to the warehouse, you're seeing people in the streets talking on street corners. There's a lot more just general activity, but comparatively to what you know Waterdeep used to be capable of, this is still it still has almost a somberness to it for you, for you guys. Um, for these people that have been through it, have been living through this, this is a dramatic improvement over where they were just three days ago. For you guys, it's still a very stark 
difference from the water deep that you knew and essentially just blinked away from. Um, so there's still a level for you, for you guys, there's still a level of, yeah, these people are celebrating, but, but things are still really bad here. Um, and the people in the streets don't seem to notice or care at this point um, as they take to the streets to enjoy themselves. There are still buildings with um, shutters that haven't opened. You would assume probably that um, some people, especially based on what you know from the folks at Helms Hall, some people are not yet comfortable coming out and enjoying um, what appears to be an improvement in their situations. And some people just aren't there. Um, The city is missing easily a third or more of its residents uh, between the cult and uh, all the death and despair that happened during the the occupation. Um, There's just fewer people in the city. Commerce, however, is as it always has been in Waterdeep. It's the one thing that almost always surprise, uh, survives anything that happens. Uh, markets or stalls are filling even more so than you saw just the day before. And people are not necessarily doing a lot of shopping, but you can tell there's that air of, gosh, it's really nice to be able to do this under some sense of freedom. So that's what's going on around you. Don, you can still see... Um, glows around the people as they come and go. No, no significant changes there. Um, yeah, I think that catches us up on everything that I needed to do. So as you approach the warehouse, um, it's very nondescript. It's right where Renair said it would be. Uh, the front facade is probably, I don't know, 50 feet across with a, with a large double door um, that slides apart. It's kind of a shotgun style. So it's situated in between two other buildings on each side. Um, long and narrow would be the, the impression that you get. And the second floor has a, um, a kind of a loading area. There's a great big structure that's out, um, kind of like a hayloft would have. Uh, that's designed to bring goods up to the second floor. Um, otherwise, it's just pretty nondescript. <clears throat> Easy that you have uh, does not seem appropriate to the building. The key seems much more ornate than one would expect um, in a building like this, but there you have it. Uh, the door is padlocked with what appears to be a pretty rusty lock um, and very non-assuming. When we collected the key from Rainier, did he in, Rainier, did he indicate that it was for the door or the lock? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there is no specific lock on the door itself. It's only the padlock. So it's um, two two wooden doors that come together like that, and then there's a uh, like a chain lock with the padlock that holds them together and closed. I believe Mert said it was to the front door, but I'm not positive now that I think. I mean, would it hurt to try it? Heck, let's stick that key right in the lock and be bold. All right. Um, so you you put the key in. It does seem to fit with no trouble. And as you turn it, you hear the sound of the lock, you know, clunk as it opens. Um, and I need you to roll. You're doing, you're unlocking it, Z. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you just, just roll a perception check for me, please? Oh, great. Okay. And Bob, from a mechanics standpoint, if there's any point you want to stop and ask why did we do that or what, you know, what what was that about, feel free. It doesn't bother me at all. So 17. 
Okay, with a 17, as you hear the lock, um, you hear the key turn, you hear the latch that you normally would, and it falls, clunk, the, the lock locks open. Um, but during that process, you also hear um, two additional sounds. Uh, they're, they're clinking, they're internal to the lock, but they are, uh, normally you turn the key, the latch goes and clunk. Um, there is definitely some additional things happening inside this lock as you turn the key. Um, yeah, doesn't, doesn't seem like an ordinary lock. So I want to get their eyes on this a little better. Something weird happened. Did you hear that? Can I just investigate it and see if you can deter I can determine at least a little bit what Absolutely, yeah. else has moved or? Sure. Uh, roll an investigation check. May I guide him up? Sure. I think, I think Aiden would be interested in assisting to give mm. him uh, advantage. I agree. I got a 21. Okay. Uh, so the, the, the lock itself, as you kind of check it out and, and as Aiden gets in there and starts looking at it, um, Aiden responds with a, ooh, wow, interesting. Um, because it, looking into it, um, it was not a simple lock. The, the key would have been almost completely required uh, as far as being a lock of, uh, it's a very expensive and ornate lock on the inside. We'll put it that way. Uh, Aiden would recognize right away, not something that he would have the skill to pick. I mean, granted, he's still learning, but um, it would definitely be something that that would certainly interest him. So once we go inside, we're not going to be able to lock this thing, lock the door behind us, right? I mean, unless there's handles on the inside, we could jam a board between or use the inside. Yeah. All right. I'm oh. not sure how to lock myself into a I room. I not to. <laughs> <laughs> On a note, though, uh, before we do open the door, I would I want to double check and see if there's not anything I can't sense behind them. So I would like to press my hand up against the door and activate the eye to see if I can suss out any shadow immediately behind the door. Like, you don't open it, comes gushing out. Um, so I would say that, no, it's not. There's nothing. You don't get the impression there is something immediately behind the door, but there is definitely something in it for sure. Okay. Well, it's not immediately behind the door, but I absolutely sense there is shadow of some sort within range of what I can say. So let's open the doors with caution and I will put the glove of radiance back on in case anything does try to come at us. Fair enough. All right. So you're opening the doors? Yeah. And just to clarify, gang, I totally fine with us not locking ourselves in, but if there is anything bad in there, we don't want it to get out. So I guess that's why I was thinking we would lock the door behind us, but your point is valid. Maybe we don't want to lock ourselves in. I just don't want to, you know, everyone's planning for a party here. I'd hate to turn some shadow cloud things loose on the party. I mean, yeah, Same. he's not wrong because but we'll this place was closed for a really long time for a reason. Well, we, we don't know if whatever powers it is. Shut it behind us. Say it all again. Sorry, Don, go we ahead. At least, we can at least slip in and shut it behind us and go from there. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm I'm willing to open first. Quick, quick inspection of the the movement of the door. That nothing is triggered by the movement of the doors themselves. Just a cursory little glance. Uh. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing obvious, I would say, about the movement of the doors that that causes anything. They just slide open, just 
warehouse doors. Um, from where you are, and you can join me on Miro, I will also share the screen, hopefully sharing the right screen and not giving away all of the world's secrets as I seem to often do. You are this one, share. Da-dum, da-dum, yay, we have a warehouse. Uh, so as you open the doors, I think I brought everybody along, am I missing anybody? Don, Z, Barrett, Aiden, Ellie, cool. Uh, as you open the doors, they slide open. They're very heavy. Uh, we're talking about the doors themselves are easily 10 feet tall. Ceilings in here are gonna be roughly 15 feet high. Um, they, the doors are wooden, so it, you know, it takes some effort to get them open. As you step in, or even looking in, you would see immediately in this first corner, there is a, um, Don, you, you would probably pay attention or, or notice most quickly what you see there. There is what appears to be a, it's not so much a cloud, it's a formation of some kind of, um, it's definitively shadow in wisps. It's moving in a way that you have not seen before. Um, I would say roll an investigation check or a perception check, whichever you prefer, depending on how close you want to get to such. I'll do investigation because I, I'm able to at least identify it as shadow. Sure. Or should I do a shadow check? Which would you prefer? I'll leave that up to you then. Uh, well, I'll do investigation because I'm not sure what kind of shadow and I didn't roll Fair that well, 13. Okay, 13. That's good enough, at least to notice that there's definitely... Um, the way that it's moving is keeping it connected to itself in a way. It's as if this particular, this is not free flowing. If the wind came up, there would not be a piece of it that blew off in one direction and another and another. This is swarming in on itself as if it's its own entity. It doesn't move towards you. It doesn't move away from you. It doesn't show any sign that it's even aware of you, but it's, it's definitively a cloud with like a swarm of bees kind of but more yeah foggy. yeah or exactly like a flock of birds kind of yes yes moving in on itself but not uh, individual units correct. they're all kind of swarming okay. okay definitely definitely uh the other thing that you notice is the entire ceiling is mm -hmm. covered with something very similar to what seems to be covering water deep um it's mm -hmm. a almost a woven um, a woven miniature of, of what's covering Waterdeep. And it covers the entire ceiling. It hangs, as far as you can tell, probably about eight inches thick, um, hanging a little bit down from the ceiling. And it does react to you. It's hard to say if it's just you that made the reaction or if it's the, the wind from the door opening. But as you move into the space, um, above you, there's kind of a, a break in, in the shadow above you. And then it kind of coalesces back into itself mm -hmm. as if it's aware of where you are beneath it. Um, and when I say aware, I don't mean there's an obvious sentience. There's not. Yeah. Um, the surface tension is breaking around the group. Very much like that. Yes. Okay. So I would see the cloud thing and I'd say, oh, that's gross. And then I would look up and say, oh, that's concerning. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to keep the glove on everyone. So I won't be able to access the eye immediately, but for the sake of everyone's health, just assume shadow is everywhere as it seems to be. Keep an eye on as much as you can. 
and yourselves and each other. And I will stay between the group and this current self-contained nebulous cloud thing. Okay. So just as just like you can see, it's taking up about 15 feet square. Okay. Okay. And I would remind everyone, if something does jump at you, as far as the glove is concerned, I can extend it to be as wide as 15 feet, but just be ready to uh, use radiance. So cool. Oh, this is disgusting. So a couple of other quick things about the warehouse. Um, you can't see it on the map because it's not easy enough to add, but um, the inside of the warehouse looks um, very worn. Uh, there are blast marks on the wall, um, char marks in spots on the ceilings. There's trash pretty much strewn everywhere. Not like it's a, a building that was storing trash, but um, bits of splinters of logs or splinters of the walls that have, have not been swept, not been kept up. Um, there, there is no obvious furniture or, um, or anything that looks like it would have belonged to Aiden that, Ander, sorry, that he would have been working with. Um, it's, it's pretty much just a, a long rectangular room. There is a set of stairs in front of you by about 30, 40 feet in the second segment of the warehouse. Um, you can see, probably some of you can see off to the corner. The light in here is dim, but certainly bright enough to, to see by considered normal light. Um, but there's no skylight or anything like that. So it's, it's sunlight that's um, the limited amount of sunlight that's outside is kind of coming in through the cracks and the open door and things like that. Uh, it's very dusty, cough, cough, choke, choke. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, it's, it's empty as far as you can tell. Uh, you know that the switch for, um, for getting to the basement, the switch is supposed to be upstairs is what Renair told you. And he showed you on the map that it was upstairs in the Southeast corner. Um, and the, the door itself, the trap door itself that leads to the little basement area is under the stairs on this level. So you have to go up, flip the switch, come back down to get down there. One quick question. Does this shadow blob have an aura? Does I was going to ask you if that was, yeah. if you saw it. Does it have one? Would you like it to? I don't honestly know because no. if, it, if it glows, we can kill it. But I'm not sure. No, it does not. No, it does not. So um, okay. <laughs> just to catch Bob up on the aura, Don, <laughs> our cleric. We can kill it. Yeah. The title uh, Don, of the episode. Our cleric recently discovered that he can see a red aura around living people um, with one exception, two exceptions, um, that everyone's health is visible through this red aura to Don. Don can um, assess whether people are alive and vibrant or whether they are close to death by looking at this aura. And Don got this um, ability just a day or two ago and is still a little curved. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then the exceptions to the red aura that Don sees around everyone um, probably can come up when they come up. But um, so, so that's the aura that Don is referring to. And no, there's no okay. there's no aura around the shadow. Okay, so I would be like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, I don't know if this is alive, but I do know it's most likely dangerous. Don't touch it. Don't touch. Say again, Bob. The item in the lower right hand with the gold ring around it looks kind of like a cloud. 
Yeah, yeah that's our that's a, the current shadow cloud. Yes. Okay. That they have found. Okay. Current. Do Thank not you. touch it. It might and most likely will bite. It <laughs> <laughs> might bite. <laughs> well, with no everyone's, with everyone's permission, Barrett will pull out the lantern of revealing and light it up. Uh, so just to see if there's anything invisible or anything else going on. Oh, you had to do that, didn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, I did have yeah, to do yeah, that, actually. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> it okay. only made sense. Oh, let's see. Lantern Let me, do you need me to read it to you to see what it really reveals? I, I just got it. Thank you. I just pulled it up just in case. All I right. just want to make sure that I'm always giving you what, what it really, um, visible creature. Yep. It just says invisible creatures and objects. So if they're in a different plane or something, I'm not going to see that. It's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. So I'm sorry. Did I just really, yeah, no, it's a little bit annoying, but that's okay. Um, who does it reveal it to? Everyone, right? Oh, but it's out of oil, I guess. No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would um, <laughs> Yes, it, it just lights up. I mean, everyone. anybody that can see in the 30 foot radius right. of the light i'm sorry yeah, fabulous okay um so, he gave it to me yeah i think don would be the one that would don and ellie would probably be the two that would freak out um based on what it reveals the walls in every direction that you can see are covered with scribbles with lines with symbols with um some of them are, are simple words like, like um, shadow and mass and um, structure and circled. This is very clearly Anders chalkboard. Uh, paranoid schizophrenic's prison cell is what this is. <laughs> Maybe that too. Maybe that too. Um, my skin crawl. And it is, it is in every direction on every surface, excluding some of the floor um it doesn't cover the area of the floor where you are but near the walls you can see where he would run out of room and continue on the floor right in front of the wall with whatever idea he was scribbling it's it's everywhere it's not clear i would think to any of you what he used to write all of this with i can i look up at the bare spot above us on the ceiling, if there's no shadow there, is it on the ceiling too? It is not, does not appear to be on the ceiling. So he didn't, doesn't look like he did any drawing on the ceiling. Um, it's only, it only goes up about as high as he normally could reach with a few exceptions. There are a few spots mm -hmm. where it goes a little bit higher, but uh, again, your ceilings are 15 feet tall. So it doesn't go, doesn't go all the way up the walls. Well, I say we find this basement, but Barrett, keep the lantern on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the singing of the hokey pokey has begun. <laughs> yeah. um are you you're just gonna do that at this point z just a low hum just so everyone can hear it as a sort of uh anchor for sanity okay so then um i will just say that given what z is doing there should there come certain saving throw checks down the road uh it may or may not grant advantage to to those saving throw checks um but I will say you all feel a little more grounded being around, having Z's music playing. The hokey pokey buff. The hokey pokey buff. All right, where are you going? What are you doing? Um, well, I mean, we have, what was it, to open the basement? Yeah, we had to go upstairs to a switch. The southeast. The I, I, southeast corner. The laboratory basement, is that clear? 
Well, are we are we gonna? Uh, yeah, I guess that's if we're trying to find the laboratory. Obviously, it's not in this room. I would assume the most important or dangerous information is in the basement locked with a hidden button. Okay. So unless the laboratory, we find it on the second floor, then I think and assume it's on the basement level. Okay. Uh, and Renair described the, the storage area in the basement, and it's maybe 15 by 15, just a little smuggler's den. Um, on the blueprints, it, it's just a square. It doesn't, there's not much information about it, but it's, it's small. Um, it's a small space. Okay, so you're moving forward then into the space? Anybody willing to lead because I would like to follow behind tracking that thing in the corner as well as the ceiling and anything else that might pop up yeah absolutely and do you if you want I can run by that thing and see if it provokes or do we want to just leave it (laughs) I leave it for now I don't know if that might cause some sort of chain reaction I don't know what the hell that is okay great I mean I always love leaving a potential enemy in the rear and just moving on. All if right, Barrett. Want, I can I can be the rear for you, Barrett, because I need yeah, to be. No, that's fine. I totally trust you guys. Have got it. So if Dawn doesn't want me to go near it, then I won't go on this side. I'll go around the left side. Okay. Side of the pillar and ease up here so I can see more into this second room. Okay. Segment. Um, so, do you want to follow behind Barrett or somewhere else? Somewhere up front. Yeah. Okay, and then I will be immediately behind Z. Like I said, I would track him. Okay, I'll, I'll have Aiden be essentially behind Dawn, and then I'll follow up. This buffer so distance. frustrating. Hey, guys, uh, I don't know if this is going to be true or not, <laughs> but that junk that's up there on the ceiling, it looks a lot like the weave that was over top of, of uh, Waterdeep, right? Does that mean that all of our weapons are no longer going to work? inside of this space and our magic is going to be hindered again i have no idea without being able to see the magic on it all right barrett goes ahead and pulls out his yalkin's bow staff Mm -hmm. which was one of the items that was flickering whenever he was and he'll draw a radiant arrow and fire it into this beam right here okay not at something just not trying to provoke anything, just to see if it works. Sure. Uh, not working before. Can you roll a D100 for me, please? 37. Seems to work just fine. All right. I guess it's working. <laughs> okay. But I will say, as you all are heading forward, um, the you can see on the map where at least two more of these shadow clouds it's not that they coalesced before you it's that they're they're that hard to see so as you got a little closer oh look here's another one oh look there's another one um they they do seem to be numerous so far all right you want me to head up the stairs you guys gonna follow or do we want to go check out this third chamber so we at least know what we're dealing with stairs are the third chamber uh go go ahead and check out the third chamber and we can like circle back to the stairs. Does that make sense? So I went around away from the cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, there's there's two more clouds in here. You were uh, close. Three more clouds in here. Uh, you would also, some of you are near the stairs now. So just to give you an idea, 
Um, Z, I'm going to grab you for a second. This is up and then up again to get up to the top. Above you is a, um, it's just an opening, big black opening, but there is a layer of shadow cloud between you and that opening that's about eight inches deep. So, does that make sense? Did that describe properly? Yeah, the, Sorry, Z, I, I didn't hear you. I, no, I didn't get it. There's a barrier that preventing us from getting to the second floor. So there's a low hanging like fog of shadow across the entire ceiling, including oh. including here. The steps go up through that, that barrier. It's about eight inches thick. It's very similar to the shadow weave that's been hanging over water deep outside. Um, it has a, a definitive structure and pattern that Don, Don would know at this point. So it would look very familiar to Don, but just on a much smaller scale. Assuming Barrett has taken the lantern with him is all the writing and scrawling and everything else still in all the rooms so far it's yeah it's everywhere and in this room it's even more on the floor like it's it's as if he was just running out of space to write thoughts um i will add there's nothing coherent that that you can get out of it at first glance um none of it's some of it's encoded but between you guys you would be able to figure out the codes very quickly because one of you speaks every language and one of you can read anything written. So whatever. Um, so none of it's, none of it's hard to translate. It just has very little meaning and it's um, I mean, it's just everywhere. So studying it for a bit might give you, might give you some additional information that you don't currently have. But as of right now, there's nothing obvious about it. Um, nothing that says, Hey, to delete all shadow, press this button. There's, there's nothing like that. Maybe that's on a post-it in the laboratory somewhere. Probably, probably. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything um, substantially different in that third room or is all uh, that Barrett found? I guess I'll ask Barrett. Uh, the, the only difference is that it's all over the floor also. Is, yeah, there is a third. There's another door back there. Yeah, there's a door, double door there and a double door here on the side. Okay. Uh, Do they look know. locked from the inside? They have, um, they open in instead of sliding and okay. they have, yeah, they have one of those thingies. I will describe that to my compatriots and then I will shuffle back here. I'm sure that has a name, whatever the, those <laughs> are, but that's what it has. Oh, barrier. And is the shadow above us still kind of warping around us or has that? Um, yeah, definitely. And not nearly as significantly as when you walked into the room. Okay. Um, but it's as if you're, you're kind of leaving waves in it above you. Um, it's, it's disturbed above you, like your air gotcha. currents are making a difference above you. Okay. So I would like to move towards the staircase okay. and I'd say I could potentially open a gap if it doesn't already separate when we get closer. And then I'll, I'll I'd like to check the first step for anything on it, like a trap or if it's going to break as soon as I step on it. How does the first step look? Roll an investigation check. Oh, all right. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. 22. 22. Um, with, with Barrett's help right there and you guys looking very closely, um, the first four steps appear to be trapped. Uh, it appears very quickly. It's, it's not a very complicated trap. Um, at least it doesn't look like it. But the first four steps, there's a hook. They're, they're pressure centered. So you step on any of those four steps and the entire first 
section of stair will drop. Um, and then that string that's connected to that whole process leads off somewhere. It's easy enough to disable, but it's not obvious necessarily what it does. Mm -hmm. All right, Aiden, you want to give it a shot or you want me to do it? Or you want to help me or you want me to help you disable the strap? I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure I could do it, but might as well get a shot at learning. Yeah, I mean, it looks simple, so. So Barrett will assist Aiden. Yeah. Giving the young lad a chance to practice. Okay. What do I roll for that? He'll take he'll take the opportunity. Uh, he's gonna disable it. Let's let's roll a sleight of hand check for him. That'll be the probably the easiest thing to make sure that he can do it without triggering anything. Sleight of hand for Aiden. Ooh, Ooh uh, twenty-six. <laughs> uh that's with advantage too, because you've got <laughs> okay. Uh, 26. Nice. Okay. Um, so, so he rolled a 26 without the help. That's cool. So Aiden is working on it. Um, and Barrett, he, you're right there with him, helping him along the way. Um, just as he goes to make a cut in the string, he stops and he turns around to you and he says, I don't think this is the trap look and he points where the string goes the string doesn't seem actually connected off anywhere so the as you follow the string and look to see where it goes it seems to kind of meander on and then connects to, to nothing the trap is still engaged but the string itself doesn't seem to go anywhere it looks like perhaps this is a little more complicated than well Guys, we've got to assume that Marin designed these traps. <laughs> these are not going to Safe be assumption. simple, simple traps. Safe assumption. All right. Well, one idea would be everybody back off, and I'm I'll jump on the step and and, and jump the heck off. We'll just set this trap off and see what happens. Well, I have, I have a potential other idea. Yeah, is to have a weightless anti Z go through. In other words, conjure the other Z and have Shadow Z do some work and not set things off and maybe pass through the cloud and maybe go up and unlock the thing. That would, I mean, that would work. Seems, seems a little safer than my proposal, so sure. Would you like it, me to try opening a gap or do you want to try Shadow Z through Shadow Above Us? Curious about Shadow Z going through that, but not that curious. I'd rather have a hole. I'd rather he, we... Have a hole. Uh, and I'll gesture to the blob over there. And I'll say, if someone could just keep an eye on that for me while I do this. It'll take me a minute to bring up to bring up Z. Mm -hmm. And it might take me a minute to do this. I've never done this before. So I okay. will get as close to the bottom step as is safe. Um, and then make a small beam of the non-damaging radiant light, like a magnifying glass, and see how that feels first. Like, <laughs> see if anything happens. What's it? What's it pointing at? What's it doing? the ceiling where I would expect the stairs to lead, like to open so up pointing a gap. Through, in... Pointing through, you're pointing straight through the magic. Yes. Above you. Trying to open a small. Okay. I would say as far as how it feels, because that's what you specifically asked is mm -hmm. how that small beam feels. Um, the beam hits the shadow above you and um, you, I would say it looks very much like a stone in a pond. The beam goes through, it creates a small hole about what you expected, maybe maybe a couple inches at most. Um, but then there are ripples outward 
that just extend through the entire weave above you and don't don't seem to stop. Okay, but they don't necessarily become more agitated. Now it's just like a constant. Oh, it's like the pond hit and those ripples okay. extended and then it smooths out, but now there's a hole. Okay, taking my time while others do other things, I will slowly begin to, if I can, enlarge it by enlarging the beat. Okay, you can do that. Uh, you need to roll something though. Let's see. Uh, okay. Yeah, roll, roll your shadow check. That seems reasonable. Uh, may I guide myself or attempt to? You're welcome to try. Does the guidance feel weird? I say, Helm, guide my hand. Hold on and I'll let you know. <laughs> if I can find uh, Nope, feels, feels normal. So feeling boosted by the uh, one tidbit Helm sent me. Uh, 15 on the shadow check. Okay. Um, so as you... As Don is beginning to slowly increase the the radiance here, uh, Bob, Don has learned a lot of things about shadow through research and um, experimentation and uh, gifts from multiple entities. Uh, so Don is kind of the the resident expert on shadow. So it's a that's the term shadow check. Don has a specific skill that's specific to Don. And we have him roll a shadow check based on all those things where it normally would yes. be an intelligence check or something like that. And it would have been a 16 because Anna forgot the guidance because her the guidance, right. So 16. Uh, the one <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, so 16. So the, the, the beam slowly enlarges. Um, but I would say as you're watching this happen, there is a moment, however brief, that the beam where the beam continues to enlarge, but the shadow no longer moves away. Um, so the beam is starting to encroach on actual shadow. Um, I would say from your prior experience, if, if you were intending to cause damage with this beam, um, mm-hmm. you would certainly be doing it now. Okay. I'm immediately going to stop making it any wider. How wide is it now? Is it wide? Is it wide enough for shadows you to slip through? For Shadow Z to slip through? Probably. Yes. Um, okay. Z, Z, Shadow Z, I'm assuming, is a little more flexible than real Z. And he, probably can. He, yeah, ahead. he's flexible. He can he, he can make himself too not two-dimensional, but he can he can get floppy. Right. I'm not about the size. I mean, I think that's a fair question. I don't know how, how big the hole would have to be to be passed through by Shadow Z. I don't know. I would say it's big enough now to be passed through by Shadow Z. Um, the hole you've got is probably about eight inches. Uh, mm, okay, so I would I would tell the group, uh, I'd say, all right, I think if I try any further, I'm going to start actively burning shadow, and I don't know what that will do. This is as far as I can get with it not reacting, as far as I can tell. But I also need you to make a dexterity check, please. Here I go. Ten. Thank you. Wait, nine. Nine. Do I hear eight? No, it was a nine. <laughs> okay, good enough. Moving on. Uh, we'll go ahead and make himself, um, he, he will be weightless Z in that form and try to go up the stairs without triggering it and try to go through the hole. Okay. Okay. So Z is traveling up through this beam of radiance, through this hole in these this eight inch cloud um, hanging fog of shadow. Uh, you, you maintained the beam, is that right, Don? But you yes. made it small enough that it, just, just to maintain the hole that's there. Okay, cool. Um, I would say that just about the time that Z Shadow Z 
is making it probably about halfway into the hole. Um, Ellie would notice that this mist has moved probably about four feet in your direction. In their direction or in her direction? Uh, those are remotely the same towards y'all. Okay. Uh, guys, I think we've uh, caught someone's attention. And then I will um, point to the cloud. And I'm also going to hold an Eldritch Blast because if that thing gets closer. Okay. Uh, that being the case, I think that um, if you're going to hold an action, I think it's a great time to roll initiative. Oh, oh sure. Yay. <clears throat> Initiative. Okay. All right. Barrett, what do you have? Eight. Eight. Don? Oh, 24. Stupid D&D Beyond. Ellie? Um, also eight for Ellie, but just because I like Aiden gets a 21, and I don't like that he has to stick with my crappy initiative when his initiative is so good. So can he keep that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's he's at this point so much of an individual, it's time for him to have his own initiative He's yay growing up uh Z? you're old enough to have your own initiative now <laughs> 20 20 all right so that's gonna be uh barrett what's your dexterity bonus uh plus five ellie higher than ellie's definitely not plus five i'm plus two i thought your dex was plus three who ellie yeah no i don't think so let me see no it's plus two Seriously? I thought we both had the same decks. No. Don rethinks his entire life. (laughs) (laughs) As she has good acrobatics. Um, like she's got a few good decks abilities, but her decks is I really thought we had the same deck. Oh well, it's not important. (laughs) Um, okay. So Ellie, you you saw this first. So Mm -hmm. we're gonna let, let you go first since you alerted everyone else. Um, like a surprise round. Uh, well, you're not. You're not. You're certainly not getting surprise on the shadow. Oh, okay. Um, I see what but, you mean. But you were the first to actually see it and be able to make a decision, and then you alerted everyone else. So, um, even though your initiative is last in the order, you would have the opportunity to take an action first, if that makes any sense. Sure. And if it doesn't make any sense, I don't care. That's what we're doing anyway. So, um, so you already said you wanted to hold Eldritch Blast. Yeah, Um, I don't want to attack yet because I don't want to instigate anything, but I also don't want it to hurt anyone. So I will I will move myself a little closer to the group so that I'm getting a better I'm going to go right here just trying to decide just so if it really is getting closer, I it will immediately attack. But um, yeah, attack first hits anybody else. All right. Don, what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to tell Z, uh, can you can you speed it up a little bit? And then as my action, I will begin to shrink the portal because I think that the blob is reacting to the ceiling being disturbed. Um, and as a bonus action, I will attempt to cast spiritual weapon, but not swing. Do I need to roll? You do. All righty. 100. That succeeds. Uh, I'll stick it. You, you can put it wherever you want. It'll be here so that it can, yeah, hit from behind if possible. Um, and then yeah, that was all my words. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, what What is Aiden going to do? Hmm. First move. I think he's also going to take the um, defensive and put himself like about here. Okay. 
just to make sure, once again, if it moves, it gets pushed back. Um, he will, he doesn't have spells. He doesn't do that. Um, he's going to brandish his short bow. No, sorry, long bow, the shadow one. And he'll hold that. Oh, that's right. He's got a shadow bow. Cool. All right, Z. Um, you have shadow Z halfway up and halfway down. So what would you like to do with Shadow Z first? Shadow Z pops through the hole to the other side as quickly as possible. Okay. And I think pretty much since Z is going to be looking mostly through Shadow Z's um, senses, that I think Z is just going to back up to the stair to the sensible spot and have his attention on Z, anti-Z, Shadow Z going up and looking for that trigger wherever it is. Is that Hopefully. a good spot for Z? That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just, just very quickly, Z, the first thing that you notice is that the layout upstairs appears to be very similar to the layout downstairs. Uh, there is significantly more piles of rubble, for lack of a better word, flotsam. Um, there, are, there are what appear to have been uh, crates, barrels, good old crate and barrel again, uh, crates, barrels, uh, furniture, a couple of, of targeting dummies, things like that. Everything up there is just blasted to smithereens. Um, it's in pieces everywhere and nothing has been cleaned up. Uh, there are scorch marks on every wall. Uh, it looks like a, honestly, it looks like a huge battle happened up there, but there's no no corpses, no, nothing that you would identify as anything that died there in particular. Um, just the remnants of either a battle or training that happened and went a little awry also is possible. Um, so that's what he sees. The layout is almost identical to, to down here. Um, we will get to whether or not he sees shadowy creatures here in just a minute. What would Z, oh, Z, you move to the corner and you're do, that's all you're doing, right? I think given what anti-Shadow Z is doing, I think that's really all he could probably manage. Makes sense. All right, Barrett, what would you like to do? Barrett will cast Shield of Faith on himself. Okay. And then he will move probably here uh, in case Shadow Creatures start to come through the door. He'll be able to defend as well because his priority is to defend Z and Dawn while they do their things. Do I actually see that guy coming around the corner? I would say he doesn't look to be in the same position that he was. All right. Um, the movement uh, is small. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily. I don't know that Barrett would necessarily say that one's coming at us. He might assume that, but from the physicality of it moving, it just appears to be in a slightly different position. Okay. Uh, and he'll set down the lantern um, and he's got his bow staff out and is taking the dodge action for okay. his action. Because cool. Shield of Faith was a uh, bonus action to cast. So. Got it. Okay. And I'm yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Enough words have been said. Okay. Ellie? Um, you said you were holding an Eldritch Blast? I was holding an Eldritch Blast if the creature moved substantially closer. Um, but if it hasn't moved since my last turn, I will... I'll do I would it. say... Um, Roll a perception check. It'll just be a free check. Oh, so close to a nat 20. Um, uh, uh, t- why can't I do math? 20. 
26. It has definitely moved in your direction. Uh, The nature of the way this thing and, and the way that Travis described it as the birds kind of in and out of each other, the nature of the way this thing is structured um, has it moved a significant distance? No, but it is definitely still okay. rolling and churning toward you. Okay, but it, yeah, gotcha. I'm going to give it a little time. I'm going to um, bonus action, favored foe. So I will, I'm going to focus on it, mark it for a little extra damage when I do attack. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to let go of that Eldritch Blast. And instead, I'm going to immediately cast Bless on, well, I'm going to try to, on um, Aiden, Barrett, can't do Don. Well, at least not yet. What are we, 30 feet? 5, 10, 20. Ugh, 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, and Z. Okay. 1, 2, 3. Yeah. All right. Um, Do I need to roll for the Bless? Yeah, we're going to roll for Bless. D100. Okay. Where are my... What's a D100? I've never had to use one of those. There it is. Uh, 39. As you can tell, it seems to have worked. Okay. Um, For the Shadow Blobs turns, they will tell you what they're doing after the break. (laughs) Oh. Uh, See everybody back in 10 minutes. Bob, we we always take a, a... 10 minute break about halfway through. So it is time for said break and um, we will do that now. Can I retcon some movement? I'm just going to move back five feet. Yeah, no troubles. Okay. Yeah. The warehouse explodes. There was a trap right there. (laughs) Who knows anymore? (laughs) Who knows how old dead Ander is? Uh, (laughs) He reappears. Let's see how old he is when he reappears, whenever that is. He looks like Elminster and we're like, what? (laughs) That's the trick, though. That's the actual, you just figured it out. He really is Elminster. I knew the whole time. He has so many, he has a lot of questions to answer if that's the case. I'm sure he does. Uh, punching him first. Are we ready to get back to this? Apparently did. Whatever, we're recording. Fine, sure. Uh, Welcome back from our break. Uh, So when we last left off a whole 11 minutes ago, um, the shadow was beginning to move in your direction. And I think what is going to happen, the only thing that, that Ellie, you're still looking in this direction. I am. My eyes are on it. Aiden's eyes are on it. Aiden has been holding his action for a shadow longbow. Okay. I would say in both of these cases, um, Barrett and Ellie, for sure, you are now uncomfortably close to shadow. Uh, you don't. Oh, you can't see what I can see. Let's fix that, shall we? Uh, oh, you're not sharing the screen. That's <laughs> Sorry. And we're back again. So um, the two of you, Ellie and Barrett, are uh, uncomfortably close to this, this surging ball of, of shadow. Um, the thing that you both would notice as what just happened happened, uh, it is... Cold. It has a temperature, which you've not noticed before, but including you, Don, um, this particular ball anyway has is cold. Uh, <clears throat> there is a almost a humidity to it, a dampness as it gets close to you. Um, it is again close enough to make you feel certainly uncomfortable, 
but you don't notice any particular attack or damage or anything like that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the can you I don't know if you can see the other ones. Ellie probably could at least see far enough. Ellie Naden could probably at least see far enough to see that this one has moved as well. And um, the pillar is now almost completely enclosed in shadow. Uh, it's also moved. So other than that, you don't get any, any specific actions or attacks from these things, these entities, uh, but they do seem to definitively moving, be moving towards you. Don, what would you like to do? um all right so the hole now will close in the ceiling above me um because shatter z has gone through and what i will do is i will turn to face through i will take one step forward staying outside of the range of what ellie should be affected by and i will say uh ellie if that makes any move toward you i'll try to grab it and i will ready i'll hold an action i'll ready the glove to try to ensnare it in a beam if that one makes any attack move towards her or Aiden's pretty dang close now. Love it. Um, and because I'm holding an action, that is my turn. Okay. What's Aiden going to do, Ellie? Oh, gosh. Um, can't do much. Um, I think his him attacking is the most he can... I think he's going to... I think he's going to let one fly. Okay. Out of... Panic, half out of curiosity. Fart. Fart. Arrow or a fart? You have to ask. Yeah, you do. I agree completely. Wait, what? what? I missed that. (laughs) Uh, You said let one fly, and I I think Travis and I both wondered if if it was an arrow or a fart. Oh, oh, it's both. Because it's it's Aiden, so we have to ask. Um, Yeah, he will. Yeah, he'll let one arrow go from his um, longbow. Go, go. And we will, let me see, he's pretty close. So probably take a step back and then, oh, geez. Uh, So that's, oh, that's a nine. Which one is he firing on, please? Uh, The one next to Ellie. Okay. The one he's closer to, I guess. Um, That'll be a 19 to hit. Uh, Okay. Can you roll damage, please? Yeah. Okay. Um, And that's 15 damage from within the shadow longbow. Right. Okay. Uh, so the arrow you watch as the arrow flies, um, for those of you who are watching as it heads toward the shadow, uh, it's almost as if a hole in the shadow opens for the arrow to pass through. And then the arrow comes out the other side, sticks into the wall behind or from where he's aiming, probably into the floor over here somewhere. I would imagine you probably can't see my cursor. Over here somewhere, I would imagine, is where the arrow sticks. Um, you hear it hit the wood, go as it impacts the wood. Uh, it looks as though, I mean, it looks as though it passed through. It's difficult to tell if anything happened. The hole, however, does not seem to close behind the arrow. So there appears to be a cylinder, a tube, uh, essentially straight through the shadow. And yeah, six seconds is really short. But we'll say during the time that you're looking at it, Ellie, you're right there, obviously. Um, You can see that some of the shadow seems to move in and darken around the tube um, as if we'll call it scabbing over like or repairing one of the two. I'm so sorry. I did forget to to add sneak attack because he is within 
Oh, yeah. Five feet of an ally. Okay. Um, so that's nine additional, if that means anything, I'll say. But yeah. Okay. So there is a hole and it's beginning to scab over now within the six seconds that have passed. That's correct. Um, yeah. He'll do all that and then he'll say, I don't like this, guys. And he'll back up a little more. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, yeah. Z, as soon as, uh, roll a perception check for me, Z. 16. How much? 16. 16. Um, either when the hole closed above you or when the arrow hit the shadow cloud, uh, there was an interruption in the connection between you and Shadow Z. It was brief. It lasted maybe a second maybe two, um, but it was enough that Z and Shadow Z are currently both stunned oh. from the reaction. Um, it was enough that it would have made Z shudder, feeling that connection broken to something so intimately connected to Z. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that connection break hurt psychically. I don't think it caused any actual physical hit points or anything, but there was definite um, moment that it would have hurt. Uh, so so the, the Wait, sorry, go have, ahead. Have the hair stand up on his neck at least something. Definitely. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and that so you would spend your six seconds reconnecting, essentially to, yep. to Shadow Z. Um, the perception that you have as far as the room and everything upstairs. Uh, there's nothing new. There's no new information. There's no there doesn't appear to be any shadow magic moving towards Shadow Z or anything like that. You just can't um, move or take an action on this round. Okay. Sound good? All right. Uh, and I would say it would be something... Don, are you still looking at Z? No, you're concentrated over there. Nobody would notice. Just Z would notice. Z, it would be a very visceral, um, very deep gut level reaction to what just happened. It's not a good thing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because Z's still playing around with an experimental thing. So, uh, Barrett, what would you like to do? Well, I don't think there's any doubt about it. If if Barrett heard Aiden fire his bow, and this other dude is getting close, he's he's going to attack. I can't imagine that he wouldn't. So he will take a swing with his Yolkin's bow staff mm-hmm. because, as far as he knows, it's working. Um, so first attack is a twenty-two to hit. On the one closest to you? Yes. Okay. Um, seems to hit. Seems to do something. Okay. Well, let's say it seems to do 10 points of bludgeoning and two points of radiant. Okay. So radiant, um, just to make life easier on me, that's basically um, radiant will be just doubled. Okay. So 14 points on that. Well, yeah. Assuming that nothing else is halved or whatever. Yep. Okay, so 14 points total on the first hit, and then he will swing away again. Um, now, you know what? He'll go ahead and use an unarmed strike, burn a key point to do... Um, no, you know what? We're in defense. Okay, uh, I'll swing again with the shadow or with the uh, Yolkin's bow staff. Second attack is a 28 to hit okay. for 15 bludgeoning plus two is four, 19 points of damage. Okay. And then he'll burn a key point to take patient defense, keeping himself 
between Aiden and Z and Dawn and this blob that's coming at him and trusting that Ellie will do the same on her side. Fair enough. Anything and else? He, he will yell with his six words, Aiden, be ready to open that door behind us, which is more than six words, but... I think at this point, our guys have gotten really good at talking really fast in combat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Or or they're exceptionally slow, which explains three months to play four days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ellie. (laughs) What would you like to do, Ellie? Um, Shoot. Uh, Can I ask a question? Yeah, of course. So when Barrett hit with the bow staff, did it like Oh yeah. Did he Same feel thing. contact or did it make a slot for the bow staff to pass through? Or? Yeah. It did it, it is almost exactly what happened with the arrow. So there are just slices okay. um through the okay. cloud, through a portion of the cloud. And I mean you can see the shadow gathering around the slices where it's just thickening and darker um in those areas. Okay. Ellie, sorry. Um I'm going to Eldridge Blast. At this guy in front of me. Okay. Um, so we'll do three, and I'm gonna actual roll actual dice. Okay. Uh, so I I'm jumping between your sheets. I keep looking at the wrong one. Um, so 14 to hit for the first one. Okay. And all three are gonna go to him. So I'll just say all which uh, the attack rolls, and then I'll do damage. Sure. Okay. Uh, so then 21 for the second and. 15 for the third. Okay. <clears throat> and what, remind me of the type of damage that Eldritch Blast, please. Force, force damage. Thank you. So those hit, do I roll damage for all of them or? Uh, yeah, roll, da- roll damage. Okay, two, there it is. Okay, um, oh man, why is there so much math? <laughs> Seven, 13, and 11. So 18 plus 13. And 31. 31. Uh, 31. You were standing there as you watched um, what Aiden's arrow did. You feel like you have an impact on this thing, but mostly it just moves it. Um, It doesn't seem to have as much impact as you would have hoped. Okay. Does it move it away from me? (laughs) No, it just moves parts of it. It doesn't even move the whole entity, just parts of it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Then I will... Not sure if it'll be an attack of opportunity or not, but I will definitely take. Oh gosh, I'm like squished between the two of them. I'm gonna you take a step back. You have enough room to get to Aiden. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move back, unrealizing un- that I'm getting closer to Dawn. But I'm moving back. Um, my goodness, sorry. I'm just for bonus. Okay. Oh. Well, I guess it doesn't matter right now because uh, the damage was different, but I forgot to add the D4 to the favored foe, which is one point, so it doesn't do anything. Okay. Uh, it actually takes one more. Oh, okay. Because it's halved, it rounded down, but now it's um, now it's an even number, so. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> okay, uh, which leads us to their turn. Um, Z, on their turn... Mm-hmm. Mm, I better describe this as it happens, I think. Um, Barrett and a portion of Aiden is definitely within that space. And all of Ellie. Don, were you holding an action? I was. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> to use the glove to shove that thing back as far as I can. Okay. With a damaging ray. Uh, roll it. Okay. So, okay. Actually, question about that. So, anytime I've had to roll damage with the beam, the first time was on Dreslin. You didn't tell me much damage it did. I rolled an Arcana check and it hit a number, and then you rolled secretly. And then any other time has been when we're like treating people out in the field. Yeah. So, I'll totally roll a, a, yeah, shadow check, which is the same as my Arcana, but. I w- I'm hitting it with the intent to do damage and will it back as far. Okay, so we'll we'll come up with a damage mechanic right this minute. Uh, let's do. Um, that will be a twenty-one to. That will definitely hit. So I yell, Ellie Duck. <laughs> Ellie Duck. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to say, what level are you right now? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, we're You'd going like to. Like it to be fourteen. <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, we're going to say for, um, we're going to say you got that skill at level 11, I think. No, I got the, oh no, this is back at like level five. This is before we left for the roaming aisle. Oh, it is. But that's- I used, I, I did my first damaging ray on Dreslin, which I believe was level six and we went to seven. Okay, so then what we're going to do is we're going to make, um, let's see, let's take it from level five. Okay. Um, and every, hold on, doing math. We're 11 right now, is that right? 13. Oh, we're 13. Okay, I'm just going to make stuff up as we go along. So there's been eight levels since. So there's been eight levels since. Um, so we are going to say that that is going to be... Um, 8d100s, you're right. Yeah, 8d100s damage. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be um, d6s, and I'm going to say that it's um, going to be three. Well, let's call it, we're going to call it add a d6 at every third level since. So as we level up to the next one, you'll add a d6. Okay. Got it? And then three more levels, you add another. Okay. For now. So Actually, right now. leave all that out. We're just going to call it 3d6 for right now. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to roll them. Yeah. We'll figure out what it, how it changes as things grow. But right for right now, when you intend to do damage, it's 3d6. Radiant blast. Uh, 13 damage. Radiant blast. Double. Exactly. And then to ask the question, Aiden and Ellie and Barrett all asked, do I feel it? <laughs> it's, how does it feel? Do you feel it? Do I? Well, I'm pushing it back like, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so it's going to push. Uh, it's going to push 15. Cool. Um, and yes, it definitely does damage. Okay. And I will say for mechanic's sake, that one is now officially beyond my 15 foot range I, I have right now. Completely agree. <clears throat> okay. But conveniently pushed it right back into your spirit. My turn. Though. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Um, it's been winding up this whole time. <laughs> Barrett, I need you, please, to make a constitution saving throw. Plus a D4. Ellie, if you could make one for Aiden at advantage. Oh, um, plus a D8. Wait, was it D6 or D8? My my bless got upgraded. Oh, that's I exciting. forgot. And I don't have my book, so I don't know what the number was. Shoot. I'm pretty sure it was a D12, but... <laughs> 3D100. Uh, it doesn't have to touch me. It doesn't have to hit. It just enveloped. It has enveloped you, yes. Great. 
I mean, no. Unless, but, unless, unless the monk has figured out how to avoid mist altogether. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I love it that Travis looked very carefully at his character sheet. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no, you did have patient defense, didn't you? I forgot about that. I did have patient defense up. So okay, Give me a minute. Maybe it, no, maybe it doesn't. But, yeah. Okay, uh, Constitution save. Here we go. Yeah, no, hold on. Let me let me check patient defense real quick. Oh, patient defense is, is well, it's the dodge action. So it is the dodge action. Any melee attacks, he would get the creature would get at disadvantage. But if you're saying it's an envelop, then it's not I really am, a melee. Well, I mean, we're gonna make some rules here. Um, it, it patient defense essentially would enable you to move out of the way of an attack. That's the whole point. You're watching where the attack is coming from. So in this case, yes, it's enveloping you. It doesn't give you a move. Like you can't get five feet out of the way or whatever. But I think if you will just roll a straight dexterity check. Okay, just straight dex. Yeah. It sounds like it's a stop, drop, and roll version of patient defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Uh, Well, it didn't. Yeah, seven. Okay. Not enough, enough, unfortunately. Okay. So Uh, now I'm making a constitution save. Yes, please. With- Just a quick question: Does the does bless work with? Oh no, it's only attacks and saves, right? For bless. I yeah, I think so. I okay, okay, okay. And I think but- it was a D eight. I swear, can't find my book. I, I honestly feel like it was a D eight because I yeah. think I wrote it down, and I can go check my notes here. I wrote it the down too. I just- you cast bless. I think I put it in my notes, but let me. I'll just do a quick search. Hold on. Is Unless on David wants to rule. Who me? No, it's it was a. I had not added that, which now that I know, I can add that to the... I don't know where my notebook. It's in my luggage. <laughs> okay, here it is. Ellie blesses Marin, Barrett, and Z. We see the pearl in her head light up, and it's a D8 instead of a D4. You go, girl, is what I put in parentheses. <laughs> so, it is a D8, according to my notes. Okay, great. Okay, so here we go. That's your con check. Why on am side. I so freaking nervous here all of a sudden? Okay, uh, it was a 22 on the roll, plus a four, so... Plus an eight. I am, well, I rolled a four on the D8. Oh, okay. So, uh, that would give me a 26 total on the Constitution save. Okay, <clears throat> and Aiden needs to do the same at advantage, please. Gotcha, and I have his dice ready. And a D8. Um, why does this find these dice when you need them? Jeez. Um, so that, ooh, nat 20... Plus a six, so twenty-six. Okay, cool. Um, so both of both Barrett and Aiden uh, immediately, as the cloud moves around them, feel an overwhelming sense of um, claustrophobia and dread. It's not. It's not even a fake fear. It's not like it's casting a spell that's making you feel this. You really feel consumed by this mist. Uh, additionally, <clears throat> both of them feel the shadow almost like a stinging rain as it individual tendrils are punching at your skin. Um, it is very difficult to resist, um, but both of them seem to be able to do so, unsure exactly of what they're resisting. Z, however, at the same time, you get a sense from upstairs um, of the fear that is coming from both Barrett and Aiden. Fear might not be the right word. 
whatever emotions are coming from Barrett and Aiden as they are consumed by these clouds, whatever emotions that they are projecting as they're consumed by these clouds, you, you feel it through your critter upstairs. And on top of that, um, you also feel a sense that it was very close that whatever was supposed to happen, whatever the shadow was going to do almost happened to both of them. Okay. So there, now, you know, um, so that was those two, everything else is moving in that direction and that's all everybody gets. Um, you're so dumb. Um, sorry. I was a kid. Not, not any of you. Um, Don, you are next. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are definitely within range of Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie is definitely, Ellie, you feel the pain. Okay. What would you like to do? Uh, quick, a question about mechanics that I meant to ask last time because I moved five feet. I made that deck save. Has that factored in at all? Or can I, like, when I moved, did anything happen? Uh, no, no, that was something. That was a whole different okay. thing. Okay, in that case. Okay, that was a whole well, okay just because a lot's happening. So making sure. Yeah, happening. no, it's good. It's good. Okay. Um, I'd step back to here. That is about five feet away from Ellie. Uh, all right, I will swing the beam around to blast the shadow cloud that is engulfing Barrett, trying to engulf Aiden mm-hmm. for a 17 to hit. Same thing. I'd like to, yep. to slam and blast. That hits. Whoa. Uh, that'll be, I've already doubled it. So it's 18 radiant damage. It was, um, mm, and then as my interact with objects, I would like to draw my mace of disruption that I'm attuned to, Okay. which will shed bright light for 20 feet and dim light for an additional 20. Fair enough. That helps ward if they potentially move back. And then, okay. Because we're doing all sorts of fun shenanigans things. For my bonus action, I feel like I haven't quite tapped into everything the glove can do yet. So knowing how the Mace of Disruption works and knowing how the Sunblade works, I would like to try to use my bonus action to widen the beam by five feet so I can make a 20-foot spotlight. With your glove? Yes, I'd like to try to funnel whatever little radiant energy I have in that and how much I've used it in its shadow. I want to see if I can... Make the beam wider to give us more cover. Got it. Um, so because I will forget to tell you the results <laughs> okay. two rounds from now when it happens. Um, <laughs> yes, you are able to do that. Yes, it still is able to shove, but it will reduce the amount of damage that is impact is inflicted. Okay. All right. So for this turn, is it cool for the bonus action? It is now 20 feet wide. Correct. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes, but it will yes. reduce the amount of damage that it does. Yes. So double the width, half the damage. Yes? Wait, I can double the width? No. Hold on. Expanding it to the, however wide oh, you... Oh, okay. Oh, got it. Okay. Bigger, I was like, do you, know, I was like do, you even, do you realize how big that's about to be? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Got it. I got it. Yeah, okay. So per foot is a damage point, kind of? like. Sure. Okay. We'll reason. figure it out two rounds from now. It's all yeah, good. that seems okay. Uh, That is my turn. Okay, Aiden, turn. Um, I think I feel a sense, and I—he's your character, so do whatever you like. Okay. Um, but I do feel a sense that he would definitely say something about what just happened to him, because it is nothing like 
anybody has any of you have experienced before. Certainly nothing like what he has experienced before. Hey, okay. Um, I don't know what he would say, but you all heard what happened. What he would say either. I think he would I think... certainly alert everyone that something something was tr- trying to do something while he was in that cloud. I think it would be very much um, a panicked reaction. Uh, something like, like that was bad. That was bad. I Fair don't enough. like this. We need to get out of here. Something like that. Um, yep. And then he would make for the door behind us, knowing that they can't go up the stairs. Um, so as his, his, oh gosh, let me see real quick. So he has a thing on his character sheet, uh, fast hands where he can use his, uh, cunning action to do a sleight of hand check or use his thieves tools to uh, disarm a trap, uh, open a lock or use an object. Um, is that something that he would be able to do, I guess, before his action or, like is checking the door something he can do as his cunning action in that regards, or does he have to do an action first and then that? I don't know. Is it a cunning action? Is that a bonus action or is that? I can imagine that there would be a second action, right? Cunning cunning action is just the name of the yeah, feature, the sec- like bear okay, education okay. defense, but really it just gives dodge. And in your case, it just gives that bonus. It gives you that the ability to use another action inside of a bonus action. Okay. It's just badly named. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's yeah. Exactly right. It's badly named. Kind of like chill touch, which is neither chilling nor touching. No. So essentially, he can do an action and a bonus action of the same. Like if he wanted to investigate the door for traps, he could do that as his action, and then et cetera, et cetera. Then he could do the one of those things as his bonus action. So. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So then that's what he will do. What he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> check this door or for traps oh okay cool as is um, roll an investigation check please okay. oh, let's pray it's a really high roll guys oh that bad 16 uh it it appears to be trapped yes okay then as his cunning action he's going to attempt to disarm the trap with his thieves tool fair enough but what is that roll? Is that a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Sleight of hand? Okay, yeah. much better. Let's hope it's... Oh, that was so close to a natural 20. Um, 19. 19. Um, I would say he would recognize quickly that um, the <clears throat> disabling the trap is going to spring it. He does not have the skill to disable this trap. Okay. And then I guess for his... Uh, but he also, at the same point, I will say, he also does not um, not understand what the trap will actually do if it's sprung. So whether it's damaging to you or if it's an alarm or yeah. or what, that is, that's just not clear. All he's able to do is detect that something on this door is going to trigger something to happen uh, and he can't make it go away. Not with a 19 anyway. Okay. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, in a panicked voice, he will say, I can't get this door open. Nice. Barrett, help, and the, that'll be his turn, I believe. Yes. Okay, Z, uh, your connection is fully restored with the Shadow, uh, Shadow Z from upstairs. You got the information from Shadow Z upstairs. Um, Shadow Z is probably a, a good distance from where the latch is to open the thing. What would you like to do? First of all, Z 
is going to uh, amp up his singing of the hokey pokey to really loud. Okay. And he's going to implant words like you do the hokey pokey and you make sure you stay out of the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Shadow Z will flatten himself against the wall, I guess the, uh, the appropriate, I guess the east wall and get there as quickly as, as possible, which is very, 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 very quick. How, how quick is very, 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 very quick. Does he, he have the goes, same, he has the same speed as Z, I guess. He does. And he's really, so he can go like 200 feet in a, in a, like, like that. That's his movement. 200. 200 in a snap. Okay. Uh, he would make it, he would be able to make it to that corner for sure. And he, he will, I will look through Z's um, eyes to see if I can find the latch. I guess that's an investigation. Yep. Uh, do I get Ellie's bless still? Yeah. D8. Non-natural 20. Perfect. Um, indeed, he does find the latch. There are four switches on the wall um, that appear to be, they're probably, I don't know, nine or 10 inches long, wooden, great big throw switches. And there are four of them. Uh, there are no numbers or letters or anything like that. There are just four switches. Um, it is clear, just so you know, that where you are where or where he is, it looks like it used to have been um, maybe walled off into an office of some sort. The walls are long gone, um, but he can still see the footings of where those walls were um, and where the little doorway was to get into that little corner room. But again, the 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 walls themselves, the door, whether they were destroyed by whatever was going on in here or, or destroyed much much prior to that, um, he doesn't know. But, but it seems to be a small office. There's a pile of rubbish that appears to be what's left of office furniture, um, but it's, you know, sticks, twigs, and piles of wood and sawdust at this point. Um, but four switches on the wall. No markings. No markings, no nothing. All Sorry? All identical? Uh, yes. Yep. Does Zeno of Marin favors a particular pattern of... <laughs> he always go with the second one first. <laughs> um, you can roll a history check to see if... Yeah. yeah, you can roll a history check to see if Marin would have any thoughts on the matter. 16 says Marin loves the number two. Yeah, sure. Um, no, there, there's nothing... I, I will say that at rolling that check, it's pretty obvious that these are Marins. Um, they are definitely aftermarket switches. <laughs> or rather, the modifications on top of them are probably aftermarket switches. Um, there, there is a control system, a lever system here, uh, but where you are has Marin written all over it. So based on my handling of Marin's loom and the way his mind works sure i'm really going for some sort of clue otherwise i'm just gonna roll a roll a freaking d4 and pull one of them um let's see phone a friend 50 50 i mean i it's marin his mind is unsettled to begin with the way for z to have a clue as to which one of these would be the right one all right you said there was no writing on the wall right uh, not that you can see. No, I I think he would actually just pull pull the third level lever. Okay. Uh, I would say you would hear 
um, some clicks and some clacks. He would hear some clicks and some clacks, but nothing, nothing would be obvious to him upstairs. Just something happened. Okay. I think that's probably about as much he's going to fiddle with the knobs for a little bit. And um... okay. Um, I will say the switch, just so you know, the switch pulls down and then okay. flips itself back up into the, the previous position. So whatever it does, it does it when it's pulled down and then the switch auto resets. Okay. Uh, Barrett, what would you like to do? All right. Uh, Barrett will use 15 feet of his 55 movement and grab Aiden and Z and pull them five feet back. So I'd like to pull them back just like five feet from the door, if possible. Sure. Z, do you resist at all? No, other than to shout the hokey pokey really loudly in his face, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm shoving these guys out of the way five feet from the door, and then he's just going to open the door. Okay. Uh, this is a children's birthday party. Um, okay. Uh, I, the door opens. So by my calculations, I've got, if I use double movement, so let's see. So that was 10, 10 to get him back, 10 to get him back. That's 30, 10 to get back up there is 40. So I got 15 feet of movement left, which I will use to move up to Ellie. And then I will use step of the wind to get 55 more feet of movement, and I will drag Ellie as quick as I can past everybody else back out the door. Okay. If I could drag her 25 feet. Ellie, are you resisting that? No. Okay. I'm confused, but I'm not resisting. <laughs> Good enough. Is that the end of your turn, Brett? That's, and he'll just yell, we gotta go, and that's it. Ellie, what would you like to do? I will grab Aiden on the way out then. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Own movement to drag him. I don't have any problem with that. And I guess I think am I I'm the last one. Aiden's the first one. Uh, does it, uh no, he goes after Don. Oh, okay. Is that it? You're done? Oh, for my turn? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh which brings us to some shadows. This has been such an exciting. I have my beam on that one. We have oh, this done one? contested. We have done contested rolls. This one right here. Yes, that one. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, roll. <laughs> what would? Okay. I think we've done Arcana previously, but I'll just say it's a shadow roll because it's. A yeah. No. At this point, let's just move everything over to shadow rolls. I think we did Arcana before. Uh, dirty twenty. <laughs> What's that mean? It got a natural twenty. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so close. Um, but all that means is it's moving, so. <clears throat> yeah, but it's gross. It is gross. It is gross. Uh, so that all happens. Uh, Don, it is your turn now. And yeah, I... at the start of your turn, um, you hear in your head. Dad? No. <laughs> um, you hear. Ander? Uh, no, I'm trying to shush. I'm trying to count. <laughs> We're trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> um, you, I don't, this is going to be more than 25 words. I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, check Aiden's warehouse. Anders. Anders. Check Anders' warehouse. Check Anders' warehouse. Um, the 
side and back door have been triggered and it's Erky. Bless Erky. <laughs> and he sounds panicked, like in an absolute panic. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. I hear that. So essentially the ring doorbell was just activated. Pretty much. Um, okay. So for my turn, I will, I'm going to whirl around, grab Z and just heave ho out the door with him. Do you resist Z? Nope. Just hokey pokey real loud in your face. We're just, we're just going to Congo line two of us out the door. Um, and I will think, say out loud to Erky because I'm not really thinking to feel like, sorry, just us, you know, business as usual. Um, and then bonus action, my spiritual weapon's going to take a pot shot at this one blob. Okay. As we make our way out. And because of course so, it is. Of course it is. It's been winding up this whole time. It's been so long since I, okay. So that's going to, it's going to hit with a, uh, I can't do math, 23. Yep. And I will, in my panic, apply my divine strike to the hit. Okay. It will take uh, 10 straight force damage. Whoops, I just uh, rolled it by accident. Force is halved. And I think it'll be uh, already doubled. Very good. Um, it is Aiden's turn. Okay. I think he will... Hold on a second. Sorry, guys. Oh, while you're doing things, question DM. Did anybody's auras do anything freaky while in the shadow or they just stayed red uh it was a little more difficult to see them just because of the shadow but no they didn't turn gray or anything for half a second okay nope they didn't even flicker because i don't think anybody got hurt at all no one took damage (laughs) so far yeah so i will add that so far oh bless erky we're gonna give him an old (laughs) uh in the meantime also while we're waiting um barrett um you would at the same time, or or right within this time frame, hear Renair in your head asking, is everything okay? Uh, Barrett would reply, we're exiting the warehouse. Uh, I'll let you know. Good enough. Uh, he did sound urgent. It wasn't like a, he was just, hey, how are you guys doing? Everything all right? So... Everything okay. <clears throat> All right, what's Aiden doing, Ellie? Uh, so I think from a distance of uh, being dragged by Ellie, I don't think he would be able to attack. So I think he's just going to keep moving okay. with them. That works. Yeah. Um, Z, you are now outside of the building. Shadow Z is still within range and standing by switches. I think um, Z will continue to hum up, you know, sing his song, but okay. include in it, we need the combination of the four knobs, the four levers. Okay. So his patriots around him know that he's searching for a combination on the release. Got it. Oh, also quick question. Yep. Right, after I moved, could I have just trained my hand back on that one blob? Sure. Yep. Thanks. I, the one you were restraining? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, good, is that done? Is there more? Oh, no, I'm good. I just forgot to okay. mention that. So I think, I think let's have these past uh, just light or dancing lights through a cantrip light 
through Shadow Z. Okay. They can see if there's any writing or indication of what comes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, roll an investigation check with advantage, Z. Uh, that's a 17. Of the four switches, um, one of them, the first one, appears to have been used the most. The bullet. Okay. He pulls it and it goes and then just kind of ratchets itself back up. Um, and you hear, he would hear you through him, um, that ratcheting noise kind of echoing through the building. Um, yeah, pretty much echoing through the building. So. And in the song, I think you got it. <laughs> I think you got it. Yes, I think you got it. Barrett, what would you like to do? <clears throat> I think Barrett's, now that everyone's out and ambulatory, Barrett's going to fire at blob number two. This one, what I've been calling blob number two. Me too. Uh, with his bow. Okay, go for it. That Bro. is only a 15 to hit. Oh, wait, but I get a plus eight, right, on attacks? Mm-hmm. Right, with bless. Now it's a 21 to hit. That hits. All right, and it takes 11 points of regular and eight points or four points double the radiant, so that's uh, 20, uh, 19. Yep. Cool. Second arrow. Um, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Second arrow is 24 to hit. Definitely hit. Come on, roll. <clears throat> I don't know why it's not rolling. Sorry. There. And that is 14 double, 24 points of damage. Nice. Uh, and then for bonus action, bonus action, he'll activate his tattoo. Okay. Okay. That and he'll yell, keep firing at him if they come through the doors. Or keep firing as long as they're visible. Ellie, what would you like to do? Okay. I have a, a quick question before you go, Ellie. Would anyone have seen any uh, any effect from pulling that first lever, like a doorway opens under the stair or the stair changed, if they could <coughs> see it? Nobody is in a position to be able to see it currently. Okay. The door the door is closed? No. No, no. the door's still open. So the, the trap door, the access point is under this set oh. of stairs. Oh, under this. Okay. It's yeah. under this. Uh, no, so just nobody's in a position to be able to see it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um, Z, if if that would have changed where you moved or anything, we certainly can retcon that. I'm sorry. I thought I had mentioned it was under the stairs, but I didn't. No, I don't think I would have changed anything. He got dragged out. So he did. Um, Ellie, what would you like to do? I will say everyone else heard the the noise, the clack and the ticking. Which they didn't hear the first on the first poll. Okay. Oh, man, that changes a little bit. What yeah. I wanted to do. The damage is halved, but no. Well, that'll nuke it from orbit. She's going to drop Bless. Okay. Well, it will drop when she casts Wall of Light. Okay. Getting serious up in here. Oh, oh goodness. Sorry. I'm making stuff without. Meaning to give me a second. What the heck is this? I have no idea. What is uh, that's a curve? <laughs> I know I was not the shape I was intending to make, but I was also just trying to move the map so that I could make the wall. Um, she'll cast it so that it's basically a straight line that plows through these guys. 
Is your line? Yeah, these two in front of us. Um, How big is this wall? Thick, 10 feet high, 60 feet long. So anything. We're going to say that 60 feet because I don't feel like counting. So two, and I'm going to count anyway, three, four, five. And then just to confirm, because I want to make sure that (coughs) I'm doing. So when the wall appears, each creature in its area must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 4d8 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. I don't know if the blinding is going to make a difference, but if they save, the damage is... What saving throw is it, please? Constitution. Ooh, and how much? Oh, God. Well, whatever it is, a 28 probably beats it. Well, they they still get um, half the damage, so I roll 4d8. Which, Which, they're vulnerable... To radiant, so it's just regular damage. That's wonderful. Um, that and that. Okay. Okay. Did I get uh, it right? You're hitting these three. Yeah, I'm making it so it's a, basically a barrier to keep them. They're going to keep moving, but they're going to get hurt as long as they stay in there. And I can use that for other things. Um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twenty-six radiant damage to. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, to whoever, so you rolled for each of them or you rolled for, um, all of them all at once? Uh, all of them all at once. Okay. So then if they all save, they all take 26 radiant damage. That's not halved. That's the double. I mean, it's already halved and then doubled. Right. So it's just the starter number. 26. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So sorry, you guys, uh, bless will drop. Um, but I will say as long as you pass through quickly, you won't get hurt. I say to the rest. So if we need to go in and out, we still can do that. It's 10 feet tall, 10 feet tall, five feet thick, 60 feet long. Gotcha. And they take damage when they start their turn there. Right. Uh... Well, that's moonbeam. Is it or moon? a creature that ends its turn in the walls area takes 4d8 radiant damage? Ends its turn, ends its turn. Yeah, that one has to contest my role. Oh, shit. that's right, it does, and it already did, and it failed. <laughs> I totally forgot. Do, do you want me to roll? Uh, I, I, if you're gonna roll higher than a one, you're gonna win. Am I moving at all? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not by much, though, I'll be honest. I know, but you had pluses, so I knew it was going to happen, so it was fine. (laughs) It was totally fine. And they have to end their turn in the light? Yeah. It matters how far he can go. I mean, if they're aware that it's going to hurt them. No, you don't. And I will re-roll. Ooh, that's not bad. Uh, Okay, that ends their turn. There's more to come with their turn, but they all but one is going to end in it. Okay, so then that's an additional, give me two seconds, 9, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Um, so what is that, 38 points of radiant damage? If it's doubled, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because there's no saving this time. Nope. So they each get 38, 19 plus 19. Yeah. yeah yep. okay. I know math. <laughs> me too. It's college, you know. Um, okay, wait. Anna, you'll know which one. <laughs> which one was Don holding? The one that's furthest out of the wall in the middle. Yeah, Yeah, that one. Yes. Like we're all pointing at the screen like Damon can see. (laughs) You can see what I'm pointing at. All right. He's gone. 38. So that's 
I like that shadow bug zapper you've got there. Well, I'll keep it up as long as I, as long as we need. Cool. God, that was a lot of math. Jeez, Louise. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so that happened. The, a couple of other things that happen as that happens. Oh, there's one that didn't take damage. Sorry, I forgot. Cool. Um, one additional thing that happened as that happened, Z. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say Shadow Z. Um, God, it's hard to describe. Uh, Shadow Z would sense a, a disturbance in the force. Is that a thing? Wrong, wrong universe, but but kind of that. Um, Shadow Z would understand because of his proximity to all of this other shadow um, a, that <clears throat> a significant negative effect just happened. So he is relaying to you. Um, I, I would say at this point, you would probably get the impression that Shadow Z is able to relay to you some of the emotions of emotions is probably the wrong word, but some of the perceptions of the shadow that he has proximity to. So I, I sense that I'm feeling the damage that the shadows are taking. Not the pain, just the yeah. sense that it happened. It doesn't affect him negatively. It's just something that he knows somehow. Okay. I mean, you, you watched it happen. Z saw it happen, but also got the sense from, from Shadow Z through some sort of weird connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I could tell it's coming from the wispy creatures and not like the effect of something on shadow Z itself. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely not shadow Z. It's the shadow near him. Okay. He's going to just speak to it in the, in the hokey pokey, something to the effect of he can feel us hurting them. Good enough. Um, and that was the shadows move. Don, what would you like to do? Right, I would like to, uh, if he doesn't resist, grab Aiden by the back of his jerkin and like fling him around behind me. Okay. If Aiden. he resist to that. Like he's going to get back and, and be like, okay, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I would like to uh, reduce the beam by the five feet. So I get the 15 foot radius and the 3d6 damage attack at the one in the center that I can see. So the beam shove, I would like to attempt to do that. Okay. Mm, 22 to hit. Definitely. And then it will take, I already doubled 16 radiant damage. Nice. And I will take one step of five feet forward as a bit more of a buffer. And that is my- Fair enough. Oh, wait, bonus action. No bonus bonus action was to shrink the beam. Action is to attack. That's how we're doing it, correct? Yes. Okay, so spiritual weapon is just chilling. Just chilling, just hanging out. All right, Aiden. Um, <laughs> still a little rattled, but also, I guess, uh, annoyed everyone's dragging him places. So <laughs> he's going to do a, a little like somersault over Z. Oh, I love that. Put himself on this side between Don and Ellie. And I somehow imagine that Z would probably know that it's happening and give him a boost. For- <laughs> yeah. He feels like the wind fluff, the little tuft on his head for a second. Yeah, and then um, he will shoot an arrow at this guy directly in front. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. He is no longer blessed. Ooh, uh, it's a 26 to hit. Definitely. 
the shadow longbow and so d8 Ooh. um that's a nine damage plus 3d6 because he's he's right is it five feet of him or is it five feet of the enemy for sneak attack of uh, him oh no the enemy sorry for allies you mean you're muted travis oh, okay if it's for allies it, they have to be with the, the an ally has to be within five feet of the enemy Okay, well then no sneak attack on this one then. I don't think he has advantage in any way. So yeah. All right, cool. It's just nine nine shadow, well, nine damage, nine shadow right. damage. And so this this particular shadow is looking fragmented. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is nine. that good? Is that good? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. We have just a couple more minutes left. Um, Z, what would you like to do? Oh, boy. Um, uh I think honestly, Z would be confused at feeling them take uh, him feeling uh, the damage being taken by these things. Um, honestly, I think he's gonna just step, look at his um, comrades, and say, "I think we have to stop attacking them." I can feel the pain that they're taking. I don't think they're evil. I think we're killing Andrews or Marin's guards or Andrews guards. Mm. You can all do a perception check on C on whether he knows what the hell he's talking about because he clearly doesn't, but I think he's confused about what's going on. Yeah, an insight check might be necessary. I don't think it would take an insight check to see that Z is a little disturbed about what's going on. But can we do an insight check to see if we... Like, is Z saying this as gospel fact or is Z saying this as he's panicked and this is his thought? Look at the wild in these eyes. I mean, I, I feel like Z would communicate to you exactly what he meant, which, I mean, like, okay. you've been a re- you've been together for a long time. It's not going to take an insight check. Okay. So you know he doesn't know what the check is. <laughs> it's Z responding to a bunch of impulses that yeah. are interesting and new and unexpected. Whose turn is it? Uh, it is now Barrett's turn. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> I didn't want to go. All right. Uh, Barrett would say, Z, we can't let them out of the building. They're going to cause damage in Waterdeep. And Barrett would step forward to get within 15 feet. It's right there. And he's going to whack away at, sorry, Z. I, I, he couldn't, he would not let him. Of course not. He knows. It's not personal with against Z, but like, can't let these things out so okay so he's going to step to here and with his 15 foot reach of his uh tendrils of his arm he's going to go ahead and attack actually i'm going to throw all my attacks down here at this guy okay so first attack is a natural one so he misses second attack is a 22 to hit that hits and that one will do 11 points Plus eight, and the eight is doubled, so 16. So that's 27. And which one are you hitting, please? Uh, the the southmost guy, the bottom guy. Thanks. And that and was 27. Then, so then he'll burn a key point to do uh, two unarmed strikes, first one being a 26 to hit. Yep. And that one will do nine points of damage. Okay. And then the last unarmed strike. Okay. 25 to hit. For an additional 13 points of damage. And then he will retreat back out of the door. Probably to right here. So he can see what's going on. 
Right. That one also looks a little rough. Uh, spindly. <laughs> Segmented. Um, and Ellie, it is your mm-hmm. last turn of the evening, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to double check something. Um, I'm going to text it to you in chat real quick. And then, then I'll, I'll be able to decide what I can do. Which shadow looks easiest to damage? <laughs> uh, um, Your mother was made of light. <laughs> right. How would you gassy a shadow cloud? Oh. Ooh. Okay. But there are limits. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. But this this like makes sense. Uh, uh, I just didn't know. Okay. Um. As uh. Well, watching <laughs> Barrett whiff it like a couple times, trying to hit because these things are hard to hit, and blesses down. Um. First, he's going to attack the one he attacked with like a beam of light. Okay. Um, so it's going to take, that's going to be her action and it will take 4d8 radiant damage. Well, let me roll to attack first. Sorry. It's not an automatic thing. Um, that's 22 to hit. That hits. And then four, eight, ooh, 12, 13, 18 times two. 36. Which one were you hitting? The one Barrett was attacking at the bottom. Oh, okay. 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 And then I actually, I realized the thing that I did want to do, I think is an action. So I don't know if I can do it, but I will say she starts. Hmm, never mind. Okay. Fair enough. I'll leave it there. Um, is that the end of her turn? I think movement is going to go backwards a little bit. And. Yeah, I think that's it for now. Okay. No bonus uh, actions. So we will end with their turn. One quick thing is question. still alive after all of that. You? So annoying. Go ahead. Quick question. Um, when that one that I had the beam on died, could I have moved it to another? Is that all right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratch. Sure. Okay, I'll roll. tell me which one because it'll take damage. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Uh, the very bottom one. Okay. So I, I rolled for that. I said it out loud. Yeah. The bottom one. Okay. Contested roll. 22. Yeah, definitely hits. Cool. So it stays where it is. What is spooky? Uh, can you give me some radiant damage, Allie, please, for that one? I always roll one one. Okay, so 10, 11, 19, so 38. All That was for the one Barrett was hitting. Um, is that, did it stay in the, in the wall? Uh, it did, but okay. that plus the fact that Don moved the thing, it's gone. Okay. Okay, so um, so that's the end of that round. Unless anybody wants to say anything, I would me saying something be a part of my turn because I have my whole like thing to. I, I'm already ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's totally up to you. It, it is. We are after nine thirty, so we, it's a it's a pretty good stopping point. But up to is you. it okay if I just take my turn? It's totally fine with me. Okay. Anybody um, mind so- if Don takes a turn? I'm good all night. My wife's gone. It's just me. <laughs> I can play till we fall apart, but 
All right. So the beam is going to snap off. I am going to use the ring of ash to ensure that spiritual guardians flicks on. Okay. So I'm going to cast that. So it will technically be cast at the fifth level. Okay. Fifth level spell, but the sixth level spell slot. Gotcha. Uh, that ring is funky. And then, uh, so the eyes will all fly out. They will shut when they pass my friends, but they will flick on when they see all the enemies. And I'm just going to say, I see the trap doors open. I'm going for it. And I'm going to run over there, whizzing through there, wherever it is, which okay. means some of them take damage. And then my interact with object, I'm going to grab it, grab the trap door and heave. Okay. All right. So give me the damage on those four real quick before right, that way so we have that. Don. Sorry. Dawn is what passed you like the least. Uh, <laughs> uh, they the least take this and that. I'm the least what? The the least. I'm gonna a quick run for it. Right. Like what the rest of us yeah, do. Well, <laughs> you know. Desperate. Been through a lot. So they'll take five D. Oh, they'll take five. They first have to make wisdom saving throws. So. Oh. The, well, they're very wise. The three of them. Um, they're very wise. They they have a plus nothing to one. So. Cool. Uh, it was they a natural one. Them. Natural one. Oh, sweet. Those three that are oh, within range. Will, okay, so uh, they will each take 41 radiant damage. That's already Ooh. doubled. Wow. And then should I roll a strength check for the door? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, the one at the very bottom was out of range of my spell, so it shouldn't take anything. Oh, sure. Sorry. The three, yeah, those three will all yeah. take 41. So that one's gone and that one. Cool. Two left. Uh, so you get to the door. The trap door is literally cracked open this much, just enough for you to be able to put your fingers under and hoist it up as you hear the ticking still continuing. Um, there's a resistance against the door. It's not enough mm. to worry about. But you, as you push the door up, you see in the corner of the door, there's a gear that is click, 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 click. And as the door opens, it immediately begins going click, 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 click to close it back. Oh, so it's going to on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can hold it. There's no. Uh, it's I'm not back hard. in a very familiar position. So. Yeah, it's just an automatic door essentially yep, got that it. closes itself. Um, and that will that will conclude our evening. We will pick up right here at the entrance to the trap door to the basement. Exciting. <laughs> um, I hope everybody had a good time. That was a that was a very not dungeon crawly and very simple enemies, but um, hey, it feels good to be having combat. It was interesting. Uh, There's yeah, anything finally. simple about an enemy when you make a 26 saving throw and you just barely survive. Yeah, you needed a 25. I, Ooh. from the look on your face when we said mm. 26s, yep. I could tell yep. it was like, and both oh. of you had 26s. Yes. Yeah, that was yep. fate. Yeah, that bless was clutch, man. No, that was a good thing. That was a good thing. That was so well played. Y'all did a great job. That was incredibly well played. I didn't know how you were going to manage that, to be honest. Is so. everybody available next week? Oh, I should yeah. check. I know I am. Yep. Mm. I have family in town, so I know I am. <laughs> is Bob available? <laughs> yeah, yeah Bob, Bob, you're welcome to again? join us. Yeah, yeah, come on back. Well, I really enjoyed it. It's really seemed to work well together, and you make one that I've been participating in is very from one step to another. Well, we have been playing as a team for three years, so you know there there is a level of ease that comes 
comes from that. But you're welcome to join us again next week if you're free. Now, is there is this a, a pre-written adventure that you found somewhere? Or is this something that you came up with? No. Um, uh, I I typically do what what we refer to as cannon brew. So this all started as a very short little one shot one evening um, with with only one of the people who's currently playing actually. Um, and it was a, just a very simple little story that I found somewhere online that I just thought this will be cute. I can run it. It doesn't, I don't think about it. Um, but the, the characters that were in that, I just kind of grabbed onto and then built the rest of the story around that. So the very, 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 very beginning, like two times that we played were out of a book and then everything else is just kind of homebrewed on top of it. But, um, I play in Waterdeep, so the locations that we visit, the maps that we use, all of that are consistent with um, typical D&D lore. We have a lot of characters that appear in multiple D&D adventures um, that, that also appear in this one. And yeah, uh, the, the, the bulk of the crises and everything like that, that's mine. Um, but the setting and some of the characters that I use, I, I borrow from full-on regular D&D lore. Yeah, the other adventure that I'm in, um, we've been to Shadowdale, um, so within Forgotten Realms. Yep. Universe. Yep. Uh, I almost always play within Forgotten Realms because that's what I grew up in, and I just just have a love for the space. So almost everything I do is, is here in this place. Oh, heck yeah. Love that it. so cool. Yeah, yeah. that's it. From uh, copyright 1901 that uh, someone else in the group and I uh, experimented with all the time. Yeah, I may or may not have, uh, well, now, since we're going to play that game. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> since we're playing that game, oh, you can't see that. Uh, oh, it's, it's invisible. Oh, no. Okay, hold it's on. Invisible. It's in no, nowhere land, but I have to show it off, so hold on. Where's my mouse? There it is. It's interesting oh, why the app locks it out. Oh, excuse me. And background, turn off. There we go. Yep, oh, I got that too. <laughs> I got that one in the blue book. Yeah, very nice, very yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, you're more than welcome if you if you enjoyed and you want to attend next week and and either sit alongside or um, let me know if you want to play a little bit and we can. You can be one of the blobs. Yeah, we can certainly <laughs> yeah. Out work you in if if that's something you're <laughs> for a session or two. Well, since some of the rules are different for uh, 5e than 3.5, that's where I felt when it came to the different kinds of rules, you guys just automatically knew that it was a, a D4, D1, 5, D8, that kind of thing. So, Well, 5e is, is much simpler when it comes to what you roll than 3.5. Um, it's a really, it's a, a lot less um, logistics to play in 5e is just a, a simpler version um and relies a little more in my opinion relies a little more on the story and a little less on the math um but yeah i mean we've also been playing our, these characters for a little bit so <laughs> so they know each other very well they do they do Good. all right so you're welcome to join us if you'd like otherwise i hope everybody has a great week and uh, we will Thank see you very you much for letting me sit in absolutely yeah very welcome Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.